Welcome to another episode of The Self-Doubt Solution, the show that helps entrepreneurs overcome the self-doubt that holds them back from achieving the next level of success, impact, and personal freedom. The Self-Doubt Solution is hosted by the freedom architect, Mario Lanzarotti. Listen as Mario and his inspiring guests share practical insights and tools that help you find the shortcuts to exponential growth and success in all areas of your life. Learn how to build the mindset you need to create a life of true abundance, freedom, and fulfillment. And now, here's your host, Mario Lanzarotti. All right, welcome to the Self-Doubt Solution. My name is Mario Lanzarotti, and today I have the plum-pleasing pleasure of interviewing my friend and my dear client, Dean Kuchel. Dean, welcome to the show. I am super excited to have you here today. Mario, thank you for hosting me here. Uh, and I finally know how to pronounce your last name. So, <laughs> so that's great. It's the first time I hear it. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. You know, and before we dive into the conversation, I want to give our listeners and viewers just a little intro about who you are, because you are an amazing human being. You are known as an ambassador to the digital nomad lifestyle. And I know that people call you the king of digital nomads. You are an advocate, a big advocate for remote work, which is a very prominent topic at the moment. And you've been pretty much traveling the world since, since 2014 in more than 100 countries, which is absolutely amazing. You are also a founder of several online communities. You're an investor. You do great public speaking uh, engagements that are very inspiring. You help individuals, businesses, and governments adopt the future of work. Dean, welcome to the show. Please tell us more about the kind of amazing things that you do in the world. I think you summed it up pretty good. It's pretty much everything I do. Uh, so thank you for having me and uh, see you next time. Yeah, um, thank you for this warm welcome. Uh, yeah, as you said, I'm a, an advocate of, of remote work. I've been traveling the world for, for a long time. It's, it's been a passion of mine, seeing uh, different cultures, tradition, but mostly I travel for, for people, uh, first and foremost. And uh, I kind of made it my mission to A, promote this digital nomad uh, lifestyle and remote work because I see not only how this can benefit myself or many other first world uh, country people getting a job, traveling the world, in fulfilling their, their life missions. But I really see how remote work and the future of work can change life for so many more people, the less uh, privileged people, minorities, countries, uh, developing countries. And this is kind of what uh, what is driving or the driving force behind how travels, the public speaking. I uh, just came back from two weeks in Croatia where I was talking exactly to these points of how we can make this uh, a much better place for, for everyone. Um, and yeah, I'm just enjoying life. I'm in a very good place uh, right now and it feels, it feels great. I, I love the sound of that. And, and, and Dean, t tell us a little bit, a bit more about why you think remote work plays such an important role in in helping people live the life that they want to live? Yeah, you know, if, if we're looking at people, of course, the privileged one, the 1%, and we are the 1%, and a lot of people uh, who listen to this might think they're not so lucky in life, or um, we, we always like to complain about something, mm. cost of living, the apartment we have, the family we have, the, our health. 
uh, traveling the world explained to me and showed me very clear how good I have it. It's not about the luxury, luxurious car or the nice apartment uh, or the nice dinner. Um, most people on earth don't even have access to, to clean water, hot water, proper shelter. Um, so just seeing this, I realized how thankful I should be and how lucky I am to, to live the life I live, you know, traveling the world. It seems so like a, almost a right to have, but it's actually such a privilege. Um, and why I believe remote work uh, can benefit so many is first I, I've experienced it myself. I lived the nine to five. I was in office. I, I was happy. I was I had a good job and good life, but I didn't know there is other option. And when I started to work remote, which happened to me accidentally, it's not a life I chose. This life chose me in a way. It's just mm. a chain of events with my my workplace that led me to work remote for a few months and turned to be nine, 10 years now, uh, although I've changed professions and, and companies. Um, and I realized I can not only advance my career, save a good amount of money thanks to travel as I can live in cheaper countries compared to where I earn my money, but also realize other dreams. I don't know, I no longer need to wait for my 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s when I'm retired to try and achieve those dreams or live the best life I could live, right? So Again, in nine, in, in eight, nine years, I was able to travel to 100 countries, create an amazing network of friends around me, start communities, build all those businesses, fulfill myself and give to others. Right? And that's all thanks to remote work, being able to, to juggle these two, like passion and career at the same time. And when it comes to third world countries, the idea that every kid with internet access and a mobile device in Africa or let's take India or it doesn't matter where, have access to the same knowledge than you and I have, this is mind-blowing. This creates so many opportunities, right? People listen to your podcast, they're getting inspired by it to push forward in their dreams. And now also a child in Africa that until a few years ago didn't even know this option exists, all right? Uh, so now we can have the same opportunities any person with internet can start a, a translation gig or a graphic designing gig on, on fiverr in, in five ten minutes and if we as digital nomad community um, or the more privileged people set the mission to educate them and show them these tools i think that that, that will change their lives i've employed a guy in, in nigeria and he told me you didn't change my life or my family life you changed my tribe's life Right, so from making fifty dollars a month, he moved into turning making thousand five hundred dollars a month, and all of a sudden you can create new life uh, and different future for these people, and and that touched my heart so much, and I see this happening all the time, and, and that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's I in a nutshell. It. I love it. How many hours do we have for this episode? <laughs> We can have more than one conversation, um, but there's a lot that I want to dive in here. And, you know, for, for those of you that don't know, I share a similar lifestyle that Dean has not as I haven't visited as many countries as Dean has, you know, I've uh, limited to a few countries, but I've also been traveling for the last three years. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, it's like, Mario, how do you manage this? How do you make this happen? Because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, the primary focus is grow the business, create more income, create more impact. And traveling around the world is not the easiest way to make that happen. So my question to you is, what would you tell people that are at this point, they have a business and they want to make the jump. 
they want to travel, they want to work remotely, but they're like, ah, I don't know if I can make this happen. What would you tell them? It's the easiest and the hardest question at the same time. It's easy because it is so easy to travel the world right now. Um, I, I can't even explain how simple and because it's so difficult for me to explain how simple it is, <laughs> it's become so such a hard question, you know, because when, when people ask me, hey, how can I live the same lifestyle you do? I, I break it down into two parts. The professional, like how do you make money? How do you build business? The technical part, the career. And then the second part, how to travel. And it's I always focus on how to make the money and the living because wow. traveling really became a, a commodity. Um, I always remind myself, and I'll dive a little bit more into it, that Anything I do, as crazy as it might be, if it's a, a business venture or go on an adventure, traveling to Ethiopia or going to space, someone has done it before. I'm not a pioneer. I'm not a pathfinder. You want to travel to Berlin? Guess what? Another 150,000 people did it just today. So the infrastructure is there. Like, oh, how do I get from the airport to the city? The, the limitations right now is not that there's no solution. It's just we don't have access to information, right? We just don't know where to find it. So luckily, there are a lot of Facebook groups, Digital Nomads Berlin, Digital Nomads Israel, Digital Nomads Medellin. You can find all the answers there. Cost is, it is for most people living this lifestyle right now, definitely Westerners, first world countries. It is much cheaper to travel the world. If you come from North America, if you come from Western uh, Europe, Name any country in the world, it would be cheap for you to travel. Traveling the world allowed me to create financial independence within eight years. And I started from almost nothing. The first three years, I made very little. And in the four or five years, I was making like the six figures, the very low six figures, right? Starts with one and been able to, to save, invest, right? And now I don't even need to work at the moment. Um, but travel is easy. Like the logistics, simple. And my best and only advice, and not only if you want to hit the road, but also if you want to scale your business, adopt minimalism. And it almost sounds unrelated, like how becoming a minimalist allow me to travel or allow me to scale my business. But when I adopted minimalism, minimalism, minimalism <clears throat> when I adopted minimalism, I was the opposite. I was living in New York. I was going shop, shopping all the time, Fifth Ave, getting the nicest um, clothes, the latest season, you know, being on top of my New York game. And then I realized it's just playing some game that it's not me. I'm playing the game to the, for the marketers or the brands. And when I started to let go all these um, ideas or fake ideas that I've been sold on all the time, it, it became lightweight. I started to throw away stuff instead of buying things, right? And I became lightweight, not in just in terms of luggage and not having furniture that tie me down to a certain place. I set my mind free. I was like, oh, I, if I want to travel, it just takes me five minutes to go anywhere I want because all I have is a carry-on. Not even now, tell me to, to pack my stuff. It's five minutes, and I'll fly to wherever you are. And I became spontaneous in my day-to-day -day life. I became lightweight in my mind. The ideas became... Reality, not not just a, a far-fetched dream. Because when yeah. people listen yeah. to us, and that's like, oh, I will never leave this life. Well, yeah. takes five minutes and fifty dollars yeah. to open an next airplane, and you don't have to go and explore the end of the world, the Tongas and the Samoas and the Kiribati of of the Pacific Islands. Take a different turn on on your way. Commute home now. Explore a different street, a different neighborhood. You will discover 
different people, cultures all of a sudden, you know, many countries, cities has different uh, parts of the city, different foods, a statue you never seen, a museum you didn't know exist, go to the next country, next door. Um, and I love borders, although I don't really love the concept of countries in, in sense of uh, the politics, but the idea that you drive, let's say you are in Germany and you drive and you cross to Italy and there, you, just, you don't know you cross to Italy, right? There's, there's no border, there's just a virtual line and speak different language, eat different food, you know, you have different tradition. It's amazing, like you, you, you basically move to a different yeah. dimension. And this is magical and it costs nothing. Um, and obviously if you go to South America, East Asia, there's a whole world to discover. So how to do it? Just go minimalism and don't be afraid to try it. I always remind myself that everything is reverse, reversible. I left Israel, that's where I'm from, nine years ago. I, I always have the right to come back here to the same apartment, to the same traffic, to the same cost of living I cannot stand. Um, so... <laughs> By doing it, you're not taking away opportunities and options from you. And you yeah. shouldn't be scared of making these uh, changes and, and take the leap with anything and not just travel. I also, sorry that I'm taking my time here. I'm leading this conversation That's wherever great. I want. Um, but also a lot of people want to start their own business or change their career. It doesn't matter what change. I always think of myself at the lowest, at the bottom of my career. Yesterday, I was at the bottom of my career. And today, I'm at the bottom of my career. And tomorrow I will be in the new bottom because if I have 10, 10 years of experience in what I do, tomorrow I have 10 years in one day. And in two days I have 10 years. I will never have less than this, right? I, I won't go below of where yes. I'm at right now. I have my experience. I have my knowledge, I, everything, you know? So I can always go back to my, my old job. Maybe not the same company, but the right. same role with the same experience, yeah. et cetera. That's why I'm not afraid to, to make this... Uh, both steps and well i had to i i do i had to ask for and reach out for help as well to to believe in myself and take this leap but it works and i see it, having a community of thirty thousand people i see people take this leap of faith every day and i see how it pays off big time yeah yeah thank you for that that was awesome and there, there were there were so many nuggets of wisdom in there for our audience so first one that i want to highlight here is you asked, you said that a lot of people don't know how to because, and then they feel scared taking the leap. And then you said something that I always highlight with all of my clients, including yourself, is like, before you ask how, ask who, because as you said, there's always someone who has already done it. And in the world that we live in, there's so many role models, there's so many groups online, people that have already done the thing that you want to do. And the smart thing is to connect with them and to find out what are the shortcuts how can you you know there's this there's this idea of being the lone wolf trying everything yourself you know not asking for help and you do the smart thing you reach out to people you make connections you know as you mentioned there are facebook groups for digital nomads all around the world and it's really saving yourself the time and the energy and and the money to go to people that already can help you with that and then the second thing you said which i also really like is minimal, minimalism and the way that i translate that is to to get really clear in life on what you really need And when you ask the question, what do I really need? There's not a lot that comes out on the other side because, you know, you mentioned New York. I can resonate. I lived in New York for four years. It's like all the stuff that you tell yourself, 
oh, I need to have a big car. I need to have the big, big house, the, the fancy watch. And I'm not saying don't get those things, right? Great, you know, if you can, if you want to at some point, sure thing, but get clear on the fundamentals in life that make you happy, that help you thrive. And I think you've really mastered that at a, at a great level. And so what I wanna talk about a little bit more is what you touched base on a little bit later. And, and that is the mindset. Obviously the self-doubt solution is about mindset. It's about helping people take the leap. It's about helping them believe in yourself. And I wanna ask you, I wanna take it a little bit back. What did Dean's past look like before he took the leap, before he went for the things that he wanted? Was there a time in your life where you were not the way that you are showing up right now, where things were a lot more difficult for you? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's part of the ride and no one should expect that uh, it will always be smooth, right? I, today, I enjoy the ups and downs, right? When, when, when I go through like a a negative phase of a few days of just not feeling in, in the right energy, I I allow myself to enjoy it. So I can enjoy being in this bad mood for a few days because it's you're growing and it's part of the process. And especially pushing yourself out of the comfort zone, living nine years in outside of your country, different languages, different people every day. Um, you're a stranger anywhere you go almost. Uh, but career-wise, I think I was limited first, but by what I knew possible, right? It's like career was okay. You go to the office, you advance with a like you you work as in a team, then you the team lead, then maybe maybe they become a director, VP. I didn't know I could live different lives. So not knowing what's possible was one limit for me. What I'm capable of is also as a person, what's available in the market. Um, it's no one educate you how to open a business in in high school or even in in college. You, you I, I I learned master degree. In business, no one told me how to start a business in the end. Like it's the, the, the actual thing, how to do it, you know? Um, almost useless. And um, but definitely I had my downtimes as, as like result of bad relationship, going into bad relationship to begin with, but not understanding it. So going through the same cycle every time of like, oh, this is this is fun. Oh, this is really heartbreaking for me. And having jobs that started very good, and they were great, amazing companies, amazing colleagues. But over time, I didn't know how to adapt to them. Like they changed, but I couldn't change. The role has changed, my responsibilities have changed, but I was not ready for this change. And it put me in, in, in a place where I, instead of adapting, I was pushing harder. And, and you know me, and we had this conversation uh, before, and I was pushing harder and harder like oh if i will work more hours another night seven days a week i'll take another job if i want to get richer i mean right it's not don't scale your business start another business and um and it led me at the end and we're talking less than six months ago uh to a, a, a burnout a burnout that happy dean the guy who's like this joker everywhere he goes and everyone kind of loves to be around not kind of loves to be around <laughs> um is like in bed and it's like, oh, I don't want to do anything. I don't have the drive to be the leader in my community or to create content or even to travel the world anymore, to do things for myself. And yeah, that's where I hit, um, I think the, the rock bottom for me. And I woke up one day and said like, I just looked at the mirror and said, Dean, this is not you. I didn't know how to get myself out of this uh, hole that I dig myself. And this is where I had to reach out. And also this was a challenge for me because me reaching out for help, like, 
Mm. I'm, I'm known to be Superman for doing everything by myself, right? So how can I trust someone who's not me to get me out of there? And and that's been even that's also put pressure because who do I trust now? You know, you talk to different people, friends and coaches, and and you read online. So it only confuses you more. And I just kept pushing, 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 pushing. And it's something that I again I I mentioned to you. I was loading, I was thinking that loading, loading more in this engine of mine, like push harder on the gas, you'll go faster. But no, I was just burning the engine. And what I needed at the end is to replace, like to go from like petrol engine to like electric engine, like a new technology, hmm. new ideas, new concept. Um, I, I changed a lot of old ways. And uh, for me, the biggest, biggest recognition is that friends and people who know me recently came to me like, you've changed. And that's the best thing I could, I can probably get the best compliment you can give me nowadays, you know, you've changed because this is what I wanted to do. And yeah, so they've been the bad times, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I acknowledge you for sharing that because there are a lot of people outside like you, like me, that don't don't have the courage to even open up about the fact that they're struggling because there's the stigma around being an entrepreneur, being a business leader, that you have to always be successful. You have to have the right answers, the right solutions all the time. But what happens if you don't, you know? It's like- It, it got to the point where mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I want to take a break from traveling and I was traveling 50, 60 flights a year with 30 countries every year. And I, I wanted to stop. I wanted to slow down, but I felt like, how, how can I stop if people expect me now? This is what they know me for. This is what they follow me on, on social media and, and, and come to my talks for. If I'm not doing anymore, I'm not the dean I am, you know? So I was, was putting an act, traveling because I need to, not because I enjoy it anymore. And it took me time to realize that what I said earlier, I already earned my reputation as the traveler, the digital nomad, yeah. et cetera. Uh, but it took time to understand this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very, very great point that you're making. It's this, you know, there's this fear inside of so many high achievers. It's like, you know, I'm letting people down because that's how I build my reputation, my success. People know me to be this persona and they, they, they give me that which I appreciate for being this person. So the moment I let down that part of me, oh my goodness, everybody, nobody likes me anymore. No, everybody uh, hates me. And this is the mind coming up with all of the BS stories. And you did something that we worked on together, which is, you know, which I want to touch base on a little bit, which, which is what scares so many entrepreneurs. It scares the living crap out of them. And that is to be vulnerable and authentic and to actually open up and say, I need help. This is how I'm feeling right now. And this is what I'm telling myself. And you did that. And how was that for you going into like your relationships into your, and also with yourself to just acknowledge that and say, okay, this is the reality for the moment. And I'm, it's okay for me to actually do this. Um, that, that's touching even now to think about this process and where I'm at right now. Um, okay. I mentioned it that I'm, at this literally this past two weeks, I'm at the highest point of my life, I think. And I mentioned that I'm at the lowest point on earth, uh, Dead Sea in Israel. I just arrived to visit family. Um, you know, I always thought myself as authentic person. And I always spoke to myself and I always looked in the mirror and then thought about 
I processed what happened in the past. I thought about what I said and how I acted. I asked the environment for feedback. And I got this feedback because I'm surrounded with people. And I was static. And I was not afraid to show weaknesses so much. But um, that's what I thought. You know, it was not, even if I would be authentic with myself, there is some border like, I don't want to touch this. This is too painful. You know, like when you have um, uh, pants on your, in your, your body and you just touch it, but you won't go deep into your nerves yeah. and into your muscles. It's yeah. way too painful. Uh, or you think you know, you know best. And, uh, and, and working with you, I was able to, to go there and it you know i cry on every session with you i think it's only the last two session out of like 14 15 sessions <laughs> i haven't cried and i and i enjoy crying and it's it's i yeah. always love to be sensitive and feminine and i have yeah. this side of me too and i i, I couldn't show it to anyone because yeah. there you deemed to be weak in front of of all your followers and um you know uh, the people in the community and yeah this this process allowed me to be extremely extremely vulnerable extremely authentic um one of the things i've decided early in the in the process working with you uh with you and also i have a personal trainer like uh, working on my physics and with both of you what i decided is that i don't bring the old ideas i have i don't question and at the beginning i showed a little bit of resistance right because <laughs> with the personal trainer when he told me and i lost 11 kilos in the last two months and he told me, Dean, meet me at the park. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? I need to lose weight. I need muscles. I meet you at the gym. He said, no, you meet me at the park. You don't need <laughs> to lift. You know? And it's like, and it's like he's all six packs. And he looks amazing. He doesn't lift a single, you know, deadlift. It's just all body weight. And like, I, I don't know. This is not what I believe in. But I said, you know what, Dean? Let's try something else. And I tried it. And them i'm in my best shape in, in since 10 years and same with you when you bring this spirituality into into our process i'm not a spiritual process it's like but i said dean instead of listening to this meditation or breath work and said oh, what is this crap so be there let yourself in like let this energy to to take you in and wow it was eye-opening it was life-changing so I trusted the process and this is the beginning at the beginning of the year. Also, it's something that I was doing in my business. It was, I'm, I'm a one-man show because I was afraid to allow someone else to run the show for me. And when I finally had someone to help me, I all the time said, like, no, this is not good because I would expect it to be exactly if I would do it, you know, mm. tell to someone build the house and every person will build a different house. And I also learned to let go the result. I wanted the house and I trust him to build this house. I wanted my body back. I trusted him to build my body and I wanted my mindset and the focus and being able to take myself to the next level. And I trusted you with this. And again, with my business and the people helped me today, I have more than four people on this. I help me to scale and grow and can only be thankful. It's It's been amazing. Oh. I talk about it so often. I was just now in this conference this week and on stage being vulnerable and very authentic i shared about this process and how how it's changing and it's not that i was you know it, it, having a life coach or someone to help you is not it's not only when you you go into those dark places of burnout and then being lonely and hating yourself 
something I think we all need to have um, at any point of our career. We don't need to wait to hit rock bottom. Yeah. Right. Um, and 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 that's yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I love it. I love it. This is this is this is a very powerful share, and I appreciate you know the the, the kind words. And I want to point out that there's a couple things here, and I think you know it really takes a lot of courage, especially as a man to go to those places where all of your condition voices in the back of man says, no, don't do it. Makes you weak. You're a pussy. You're a little bitch. You know, don't do that stuff. They're going to laugh at you. And they're going to think that you're the biggest one that I've also personally experienced is especially when you're in a professional environment, this voice that says, if they know what you're truly thinking and feeling, they won't take you serious anymore. Your level of professionalism will go down and people won't, you know, want to do business with you. And it's interesting, and I'm going to ask you in a moment, for me personally, I've done that in my own circles with my clients when I host workshops and retreats where I go to that level, where I then open up as I'm facilitating what's coming up for me. And that's, that's so scary because I'm in the process of facilitating and I'm thinking, oh, they're going to think that I don't have my shit together. I can't keep them safe in this process. And then I asked them, what do you think of me now that I've shared this? And all of them went, oh my goodness, I respect you so much more. Like, wow, I did not expect this. So how is this for you? When you have now, as you are now embracing this new part of yourself, what, what's, what's the response that you're getting from people? I'll say this, you know, I, I, I felt accomplished and successful in the past as well. It was went up and then I hit my, my limitation and that's just the burnout. Uh, but I think there is a general shift in the world and we can see it in the world of advertising. If, if before we were following all this, the, the, the Kanye West and the Kim Kardashians of the world as our uh, idols. Mm -hmm. Now the idols are people like you and me, like influencer on social media where people follow and say, okay, I want to be like this person. And we win this by being authentic. You know, like you cannot say that, uh, maybe Kanye West is authentic, but on the lunatic side, <laughs> you cannot say uh, that Kim Kardashian is authentic, right? It's, it's a show put, put together. And, and then me, I'm just living my life. And people like it and it resonates with them. It's amazing. I think that's what people appreciate, authentic, because it's unrealistic anymore to become as famous maybe as the superstar and you don't even need it. It's like, oh, there I can live, I can travel the world and, and live freely and achieve so much by not reaching this level of, of, of fame. So why not? So people appreciate this authenticity. And for me, uh, I always I was always very open about my life. Like you could Google my name, Google my name at any point, you'll find everything. I talk about my financials and relationships and family and travels. And I definitely earned a lot of appreciation and respect with this. I think what um, is more dominant with me right now, I'm, I'm showing more gratitude. I'm being more grateful and thankful for not just what I have or where I'm at, but the people around me. And I think people, this opens up people's art. And, um, I, and I, I need to give credit here because this was 100% you, this simple exercise of placing my hand here and thanking people. And um, I see how this opens them also to receive me. Because uh, as I am 
always, as I always been authentic or just very open, I'm very cocky. I think highly of myself. <laughs> I enjoy what I do. I'm, I show up. I show off. And then like, I, again, I go to parties and I just, I'm the guy that talks to everyone. And, <laughs> and I would sometimes create this like a little bit of a screen between me and them because like, oh, this guy is just putting a show. But when you show gratitude and you, you connect with them, it's like, okay, he's, he's, he's real. And I think that's what people being be able to see in me right now because I am real and I do everything with love and passion and because I care, not because I'm trying to impress anyone. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's been big to me. I can share that um, in this conference that I do, I was last week with 300 digital nomads from 40 different countries. We did this exercise when half the group sit sit on the, on the floor, with eyes shut, there's beautiful music in the background and the rest of the group is walking around the room and choose each person chooses to stop next to whoever they want and just whisper to the ear whatever word they want. Like it's called, I think, angels something. And it's kind of a um, connection, authentic connection exercise. And it was, I was just had tearing down, <laughs> tearing up so badly because um, what people whisper to my ear and I don't know to this point who was it because I was having my eyes, eyes shut um, but the energy that I brought to their life how I changed or motivated or inspired them with what I said um, it was amazing one after another came to me and just thanked me for the energy I bring in and I, I've done nothing different than what I've done five months ago I put it was the same talk I give on stage every time right it's the same theme pretty much like ideas but it shows up and shows up in a different way in a more authentic in a more real and more sincere way and people appreciate it so much more yeah yeah and and you know with that you know in the way that i've seen you explode and expand in so many ways i think what is happening which a lot of entrepreneurs and business leaders are missing out on it's the intentionality of what they're doing how present are they in, in their words, in their actions? How, how connected are they to the people that are actually delivering the work for? Is it more like, a okay, done, 10.30, next, 11, next, you know? Or is it, are you really there because you're making a connection with someone? And you, you said something about the world is changing, role models are changing. And I think it's because people are finally ready to go from here, from their head into their heart. And, you know, that sounds so cheesy and it sounds so, oh yeah, you know, love, it's, of course, the best thing. But going from your head into your heart is one of the scariest things ever because in the heart, you leave all of those protection barriers behind. All of the, oh, what if this happens? The heart is just an open space for love and, and uh, love expression and re uh, reception. And with that, there's also the danger of getting hurt. And so I think you've really brought that to a whole new level of intentional living. And I want to ask you one more thing, because I know one of your strong suits and your points in your talks is the power of yes, you know, say yes. And I'm a big believer of that myself. You know, like um, I started the whole uh, power posing uh, and, and, and uh, making your move from Tony Robbins. And he goes, yes, 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 you know, to activate your system. And I want to ask you because I'm on the same line with you. And I want to ask you at the same time, though, 
Talk to us a little bit also about the power of no, because that's something that you and I have also explored. And it has also, from what I remember, created a whole, a whole new world of possibilities. Yeah, so, so saying yes to almost anything and everything in life created a lot of opportunities for me, created an amazing uh, chain of experiences and a bag of memories throughout my travels, right? It was yes yeah. to jumping off an airplane and yes to traveling to <laughs> uh, faraway countries. But what happened after you say yes for, uh, for nine years straight, you end up double booked or overbooked. Um, <laughs> And taking a lot of commitment. Uh, yes, to join startups. I was at some point a co-founder in six startups. Some of them I didn't believe in the mission, um, but I just couldn't refuse the opportunity. Like this hashtag FOMO. It was exactly that. Like, what if this business go live without me? Like, hell no. You know. Right. So that's what that was the trigger to to the to the burnout in the end. It's just. Mm. Instead of traveling the world, I was sitting to my computer in, yes, in faraway countries, but just sitting to my computer for mm. 18, 20 hours a day sometimes doing this business and then this wow. business and this work and this work. And, and I was operating because I was saying yes to everything. I was operating on quant quantity all the time, as many countries, as many friends, as many people. And with like introducing no into my life, I was focused more on the quality now spend a little bit more time in each country. Let's pick those 50, 100 people where I want to build deeper relationship. And I know this is allow me to have those 50, 100 close friends. And it freed up space to, instead of a lot of small pieces of love and interaction to bigger pieces of interactions and love and uh, connecting with people. So I think it was... But the play was mostly on the, the connection with with people and it, it plays a big part of my life and yeah again this is um with this exercise <laughs> you asked me how many people i chat with every day and i gave you a number of 70 people just on whatsapp every day every day every day that's the number not taking into consideration my community and instagram and messenger and everything else and linkedin um and for me it's like it's normal. I couldn't see the insane of it. I couldn't see the why is this interfering in in my day to day and how I feel. And I change it. It's like 60 50 now, but <laughs> to, it's to be more laser laser focused um, and taking time for myself as well. It's like, hey, let's let let me meditate. Let me do a breath work and take a break from from everything I do. So um, it's also. Also big part. So yeah, I still, you know, you'll hear me, you'll you'll read me. It's always say yes. And he's saying yes is not overbooking yourself with million things to do, but it's this notion of like, don't come first with the negative energy. Don't block the opportunities. You know, we, we often like, no, no, I, I don't want to go to the movie because whatever excuse me. We, we make excuses why not to do things. And for me, it's like, yeah, yeah you know, yes, let me, now I'll consider, but first I want to move the opportunity to my field. And and that's, uh, that's the main point of, of saying yes. Yeah, yeah. So what I hear from that is you talk about quali quality mindset. And you're, what you're saying is that this, this approach is helping you or helped you to become more clear of the, the quality of the yes. 
that you give to life. And that requires you to, to say no to certain things that you might have said a yes to in the beginning. And, you know, with an awareness of time, I have two more questions that I want to ask you. One of them um, being a question that I love asking everyone on my show. And that is if, if you could spend an hour of time with any person on this earth, dead or alive, who would it be and why? It will be my nephews. Uh, that's an Aww. easy question. <laughs> um, it would be also nice to see you because we haven't met in person. But yeah, I, it's for me, the only thing missing is more time with my, with my nephews. It's uh, something that I'm uh, missing on while traveling the world. And I think the other connections are um, out there for me. I am a big fan of podcasts. It's something I incorporate into every day of my, my life. Uh, I was just joking this week that I switch from talking to you know negative people in my life. Uh, I I speak to Warren Buffett. I just had a conversation with Bill Gates the other week. Um, I talk to Elon Musk quite often. I just put myself on mute on this conversation. Conversation. I say nothing. I just listen to the podcast. I listen to what they have to say. Um, so thankfully, I do get to spend time with those people, and this is an amazing uh, tool. Podcast, YouTube, um, really grew my my mindset and opened me to ideas. But really, if you give me free hour like teleport me to to my nephews and i would have to spend time because i talk a lot about financial freedom and traveling the world and experiencing things but um the the deepest kind of love i enjoy experiences is like just going to play basketball with them and or cheating uh on uh uno <laughs> playing with them so. <laughs> Uh, that is a beautiful answer Dean and it says a lot about the kind of man that you are and you know I want to highlight this because what you just said is actually the thing that all of us want you know we ask ourselves why do I want to travel why do I want the money why do I want the relationships and it always gets you to a positive emotion that we really want at the end of the day and children they are the source of positive emotions, you know, sometimes they can get annoying as well. Uh, we all know that. But you know, you being in this childlike environment with people that just look at you pure from without any filters, just look at who you are, and they appreciate the love that you give. I think it's a good reminder for all of us to make time with the people that we want to be with and not make up the excuses and not say, I can't, you know, not deny ourselves that. Because quite frankly, these things, they enrich us. They enrich the quality of our lives. And, you know, if you want to bring in the business, that positively impacts the way that we do business because it refreshes us with new energy and new inspiration. So I love that you say that. And so one more question for you. And that is, if you had access to a magic cheat code and you could 10x any area of your life within the next six to 12 months, what would it be and why? <laughs> Can X any area of life? Um, and definitely the, the, the relationship, um, both with friends, uh, as I was talking about um, depth and quality over quantity, and it's a, that's a process. I mean, I have, I believe, 150,000 people in my network. How do I find those 100 that I want to, to show up for. And relationship is finding a partner. Um, it's something that in a way I kind of gave up for a few years. I was mostly married to my mission of visiting the whole 196 countries of the world. 
focusing on this mission, growing my my community. So now I'm like feeling so ready um, to to have this someone special in my life. Um, I, I I created a beautiful life for myself, and I've seen all the beauty the world has to offer. And I I kind of want to I'm not some person to experience this with me, not just my followers over Instagram or whatever it is, right? Um, so this is a big one for me. And it's also a big part of what we've been working on recently. Um, and me realizing that I was basically looking at the wrong places, going after the wrong people, not the wrong people, because they're amazing people by themselves. It's just not the right one for what I need, my languages of love, et cetera. Um, so th this is where I, I want to, to focus and excel next. Yeah, beautiful. So ladies, Listen closely, here's a man with a big heart, with a lot of experience, a lot of love to share. I can personally vouch for him. He's a great human being. Um, so send your applications to me. I will filter you out and then pass you on to Dean. <laughs> Dean, last few words to our listeners, to people who are entrepreneurs and business leaders who might not be the kind of person you are in terms of traveling the world, like what are some of the parting words that you have for them? I would say a few things. Um, really don't be afraid to, to take a leap and any leap. Uh, as I said earlier, um, anything you want to do, something, someone has done it before you can learn from them out for help buying knowledge is the biggest cheat code you know speaking of cheat code you can have you can have in life yeah i for i'll just give an example that i was trying to change my tax jurisdiction right and i said oh hell no i'm not paying a thousand dollar for a lawyer i can find everything for free on the internet right it took me two years to get all the information together not to take a, not to take a connection because you you every day you read on a different forum a different answer different person with different experience and you don't realize this person has a totally different background than you so the answer might not even really like is irrelevant for my case but I collected 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 and I was never ready and at some point I wait let me talk to a lawyer and I paid a thousand dollar it was thirty minutes conversation he gave me all the answers basically saved could save me two years of my life. And show me that I missed one checkbox that literally saved me $15,000 in tax money that I wow. basically not pay. Uh, but I didn't know all the, you know, the, the small letters and all the, the, small, the policy. And, and then I realized like, okay, like this is the shortcut. Someone already has the knowledge you need. He did it for five, 10 years. Why not just get the get get this information already processed and fully cooked for you well done and we so often afraid to invest money and i can tell that everything i invested in myself paid off 10 times and 100 times anything that i've done and also with investments i'm i'm a lazy person the reason i work so hard is because i want to be lazy <laughs> tell me, you're living the dream you travel and work it's like who wants to work i just work early. it sounds like a nightmare to me <laughs> <laughs> so this is why I chose so hard and, and pursuing this financial independence that, that's kind of my uh, part of the motivation that I have so don't be afraid to to invest in yourself um, yeah if, you know if you're not losing to, if you're not willing to lose thousand dollar you cannot make thousand dollar 
if you're not willing to to lose and invest ten thousand dollars, right? If if I'm not willing to pay someone thousand dollar for their services, how can I expect someone to pay me thousand dollar for my services? Yeah. So I think this is a big hurdle that I had to to overcome. I was trying to to say that it's actually turned to be the biggest cheat uh, in life for me. I saved a bunch of life and leaped forward as an investor. I just, you know, if I want to invest in real estate, I can go learn real estate. Decide I'm heading to South Carolina, spending two years learning the markets, taking a bet on some property and might be failing, right? Yeah. I can trade on the stock market, learn how to do it, pay the, the, the fees for like losing money in the beginning or just give someone this, this is their passion. All they do, they sit in front of a computer and trade a stock market. All they do is walking around South Carolina and, and looking for real estate because this is what they love to do. So maybe making a one or two percent less, but they're making money for me while I sleep. So this is my approach: like give other people expense, scale. Um, yeah, yeah. That that's my best advice. And 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 yeah, don't, don't be afraid to to take this leap. It's so easy. And if you are still have concerns and doubts, drop me a line. I'm the easiest person to find. Just Google, where is Dean? And Google will tell you where I'm at. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's... I love it. I love word. it. D Dean Cushel, listen to him, ladies and gentlemen. Take the leap. Invest in yourself. Invest in people that can, that are already at the place where you are, that can give you the shortcuts and live your life fully out open with your heart. You know, I've added that um, based on the conversation we had today. Dean, the king of digital nomads, thank you so much for being a wonderful guest on the self-doubt solution. Uh, my dear friends, I look forward to uh, connecting with you on the next episode. And with that, I wish you a beautiful rest of your week, wherever you are in the world. Peace out, everyone. Thank you.